let the show begins. Oh la la! <laughs> so, hello people! In previous shows, we had experts, we have talked about the game, we have played the game, we have invited teachers who created lesson plans for Learning Factory, and we, we did everything. We've invited a kid. The previous show with Max, it's so cool! And today we want to talk about how this all started, actually. This started with Stemio Game Challenge, where Learning Factory won. And we want to talk with one of the judges, and we want to figure out how did this all happen, what this could bring overall, and about... Margaret overall, how awesome she is and what she does for the industry and uh, there is a lot to unpack yes. today. But first let's introduce ourselves at least so you would know us who we Otherwise, are. Otherwise I'll just keep talking. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, I'm Liara. I'm a producer and a designer and manager and a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> and you have the bachelor degrees in game dev. Boring. <laughs> Alec? Oh, right, me, 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 I can talk again, I can talk again. Oh, I'm so smart, I have been doing, uh, I have been in game dev for 13 years, I have worked at Unity, I have worked you're at King, old. I'm doing the techie thing, I mean, just look at me, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh, oh boy, my okay. god, you're so old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rita, you're, you're amazing too, how amazing, how exactly amazing you are. I'm a Vipassana meditator, Y Combinator alumni, I previously run a startup with my co-founders. And currently, just happen to work at Luden as a business developer promoting educational games to kids. Nice job, Rita. That's cool. <laughs> but Margaret, it's going to take a bit more time to introduce you. So, uh, I mean, I'm looking on your uh, LinkedIn page and it looks endless. So how would you introduce yourself? Now. In... <laughs> yes, I know, less than 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, I'm so excited. I'll try to keep it under an hour, my introduction. It's it's really... <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's going to be nice. Just, just an hour. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, I, you know, my name is Margaret Wallace, and I am the co-founder and CEO of a game development company myself. It's called Playmatics. We're headquartered in New York City. I've been in the games industry for so long that I don't even want to say how long it was because it was so long, so many years. But um, people generally know me as a founder and as somebody who um, has had several startups, hopefully working in the world of innovation. I've been working quite a bit over the past few years with Games for Change on a couple of their initiatives, uh, including the STEM Your Game initiative, which is where I have had the honor to meet Luden and meet all of you and to really um, help look at the applicants or the, the people who wanted to be considered for the STEM Your Game Challenge Prize. And I helped review some of the semifinalists and now I work with um, the, the, the finalists, the winners of the competition, as you are working to adapt your entertainment first or, or entertainment-focused games for even more of an educational setting. I think with Learning Factory, it already had such amazing educational components, and I think it's just been a great opportunity for you guys to expand um, even more in that direction. Can we... 
Can we talk about the competition? I was brought in to work with Games for Change for the uh, STEM Your Game Challenge. And what we were really looking for is we were looking for game developers and games that were at least in beta stage and uh, had were highly polished, had, had great uh good quality, good gameplay, and we wanted to uh, pick one to three winners to work with them to say, hey, if we give you, you know, a certain amount of money, could you work with subject matter experts in addition to the ones that you're already working with, if you are, and can you adapt what you're doing to create learning, um, learning focused, learning centered modules that would be distributed for free. And um, not only will you get um, some money to, to put that towards development, uh, we would also provide, to whatever extent it's useful, um, mentorship. But, you know, I just want to make sure that I, I really highlight, you know, for me, it's a, it's, it goes in both directions. The learning is, is all around. So it's not like um, I, fe I feel like we're coming in and just saying everything has to be this way. It's really been a, an amazing collaborative dialogue. Um, but we would, but Games for Change, because it is an international organization, has um, access to schools and teachers and um, really has a, a global footprint um, and can help bring to play like subject matter experts and can also help um, with any of the production questions that might come up. Um, I sort of try to help not only along those lines, but uh, if there's any kind of, um, you know, business or monetization or growth hacking that I can help with, or at least, um, you know, be a sounding board for that, that's something that I do as well. But um, we had we had many 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 uh, submissions for the STEM Your Games Challenge, and L Luden stood out. Obviously, you're one of the, you're one of the two winners, but you stood out. Um, and uh, I, I'm just so excited to really meet meet all of you, truthfully, and and to um, play the game. The game's extremely creative, um, very captivating. And, and I love the, the quirky, the sensibility of the game itself, you know, managing cats, because we all know cats are difficult. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, like, it's, it's exciting to learn what exactly, like, to have this holistic, comprehensive view of, of what the game challenge was about and what uh, game, Games for Change provide. But the question is, why? Why does the world need this challenge? And why does the world need more like educational games or like whatever this whatever the output of this challenge? Uh, I think that's an amazing question. That's an excellent question. Um, and I'm gonna give you several responses to this uh, that are reflective of my opinion and I think also were some of the, the, the drives, the driving, the impetus behind the STEM Your Game Challenge. I mean, I think we've all, first of all, games, as you know better than I, are probably one of the most pervasive forms of entertainment in the world today. And we, we've seen games transform 
our entire landscape and entertainment media social um cultural um you know etc cetera, etc cetera. teaching social life skills you know there the, the whole cliche stereotype of gamers just not having any kind of you know interest in the world is completely completely untrue and and game and people who play games are some of the most connected people in the world so so on the one hand if you want to talk about impact, what we do in the games industry has enormous impact, just from an entertainment standpoint. Then if you think about um, how pervasive games and, and game mechanics and design thinking are throughout, throughout our, our world, throughout society, whether it's um, using game mechanics for other applications or um, if you're uh, creating driverless cars, you're hiring people who are experts in Unreal Engine to make driverless car simulations to test real-world um, automobiles, and uh, for example. But um, but it's just everywhere. The science games that I've worked on that try to help facilitate things like smoking cessation. So we're just seeing games everywhere. But I think you've also noticed, and I think we've also seen that games that have an educational first um, uh, component aren't all, are sometimes not very fun, right? They're not very fun to play. They're um, yeah, we had a kid who was complaining a lot about this so much uh, on our previous episode. You should watch it. Really? Yes. What is that? And the, yes. And the kid, we had like 11-year-old kid and he was complaining like we got so such a boring math game so now we're... And, yeah, and they crash in our Chromebooks and he was complaining so much about this and they were like, they give us outdated information whereas Pluto is still a planet and I'm like... <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 fun to see that um, initiatives, such initiatives as Game for Change, trying to change that. But I'm just thinking, it's such a it's such a huge problem. And I mean, like, okay, so right, so um, Learning Factory won this, and there we go, and uh, we're doing this this courses, but and. Uh, we have 10 lessons with plans and uh, builds for Windows, Macs, and Linux, and like, but then, okay, how to, how to really make an impact? What do you think do we need to do to really make an impact so kids don't complain? Because like, Learning Factory, it doesn't crash. <laughs> and it doesn't say that Pluto is still a planet. Yeah. It's perfect, like perfect, perfect. Because, because it's about Mars. Mars is still a planet. <laughs> Mars is still a planet. No, but Margaret, like, what, what, what do we do to make the biggest possible impact? Do you think? Well, I think that um, I think first of all, captivating, captivating imagination, and you know, in the in the in the educational games world, which is I'm relatively new to myself, you know, and only in the past I'd say five years or ten years. <laughs> Maybe that's not new. Um, you know, half there, you of my the... life, though. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, 10? <laughs> I'm saying half of my life. Yeah. 22. Well, the world is going to change in, in it's so much in the next five or 10 years, right? Like, if you think about how much it's changed, even when you were like a teenager, right? And like, I think about like, like five years ago everything was so different and so many of the educational games are like what they say is chocolate covered broccoli which is 
I love broccoli. I love yeah. chocolate. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but the whole idea, it's just not fun. But, but, but I think the impact is, especially with Learning Factory, because you're teaching, you're teaching more than just memorization. You're teaching a whole set of skills around machine learning, which to me is a form of literacy. It's a form of competency that people are going to need for the rest of their lives. What, learning what artificial intelligence is, learning how to train AI and to work with it, and, and learning how AI is already impacting all of our lives, right? Algorithms, we're surrounded by algorithms, you know? Our whole es essence is essentially an algorithm on some platforms, right? I mean, if you go on social networks, they sometimes know, anticipate more about what we are, what we're made up than, than we know ourselves. So I think that's really the impact that you're, you're achieving is, you know, it's, it, it um, you know, there, there, of course there are the commercial realities of getting pilot programs going, meeting with teachers, testing the game, getting it in as many schools as possible, monetizing, yes. oh. et cetera. How to talk to schools? Like, I mean, like, we, there are a lot of people like us who do um, games, educational games. Some of them are educational games. Some of them are games for education. And what would you possibly advise to game devs like us? Well, number one, like, it's all clear. Just participate in Samuel <laughs> <laughs> Game Challenge. And we did it and we won it. But, like, people like us, what, what do you think we do? We do. We should do. Well, first of all, I think you you all as a company and as, as individuals do so much that's, um, and I'm not just saying this, I feel like I'm, uh, you know, oh, you, but really you do so much already that is just so um, ins inspirational and, and organized and you have a far reaching vision. But what should you do? You know, the first thing I always tell uh, developers who want to go into the educational space or any spaces, first of all, like, be in touch with who you are and what makes you passionate. And I, I know that a lot of people say, oh, you have to be passionate about what you do. But sometimes that's not always a reality, right? Sometimes you just have to work or survive or what have you. But, but at the end of the day, if you're a founder or if you're a creator, know the value of what you create, know who you are and what makes you passionate. And the reason I say that is you know, is it, is it, um, you know, is it money that, that is a driver that you want to be like, you know, a, a millionaire? Do you want to make, you know, or is it, is it impact in a different way? Um, so understand who you are and what you bring and what your, your biases are and your preconceived notions and, and things that you want to learn. Meet people, talk to people who can complement what you're doing. I always say that showing up is half the key to success. Just, just putting yourself in situations and meeting people. Then it gets into the fundamentals of, you know, good, good practice, right? Like, so um, having an idea, knowing who your audience is, knowing what your impact piece is going to be, understanding where the limitations are, who, who you need to bring in to build that expertise. And then really understanding what the business is um, in terms of scaling. And I know Rita and others here can speak a lot to that. You know, what is the business that you're in? Um, educational games, it's, it's extremely different from a hyper-casual mobile game. It's a completely different world. 
it's in a lot of ways harder, a lot harder, um, because you've really got to be on the ground um, and really work with your users, your players, your students, teachers firsthand. And it's also the business model of like knowing where your game fits in with the rest of the ecosystems that you're trying to work with. So uh, in the case of the United States, do I work with a school district? Do I just work with individual teachers? Do I target parents? Um, what's my monetization strategy? Do I give it away to free for schools and then get the parents to pay for a subscription? All of this, as you know, changes every few months. And, and, and also um, really understanding what the platform can do and the platform limitations, right, uh, of, of, um, of what you're doing. And, because, you know, for example, to launch, a, and you know this better than I, like even to launch a successful mobile game, for example, it's so much more, that, as you know, than just putting the game out. You know, we're increasingly games are a service more than anything. And, you know, the, the, the partnerships that need to happen and sometimes the money that needs to be in place to really scale can be, um, can be very interesting. I'll jump in and I want to pilot a bit our conversation uh, to Rita. So we talked about the, all this competition from your side, uh, Margaret, but uh, Rita, can you tell from your side how it looked like? Because I'm really wondering. Oh, basically, I joined Luden uh, when it was already announced that uh, Learning Factory won of the winning games. But I had a I had a I have funny story to tell about this because okay. initially, I actually uh, I, I I saw an opportunity about like stem your game challenge on the internet, and uh, while I was I, I was still on my own, I teamed up with my friend. He's a game designer from Evil Sapling Company. And we decided to also participate and created a prototype of a game. We teach children math. It's some sort of like an RPG. Of course, like how the story unfolds, we lost in the competition, obviously. And I was a bit upset about that. But, you know, two days later, like, maybe... oh, whatever, I'm joined winners. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, Alex, the CEO of our company, Ludenio, showed up and he's kind of a friend of mine. He showed up and uh, asked me to join um, his company for this project because they were the winners of this time challenge. And I was like, oh, my God. I wanted I wanted to work with Games for Change so much, and I still got this opportunity because for me it was really important. I was really I happy. I think it's a match from heaven. Exactly, <laughs> like you know, I love how the how this world works. It's like I wanted this opportunity. I got it at the end of the day. I and want. For me, it. I got it. I want. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, can, can I now jump in and bounce back to to Margaret because Margaret was a general manager for Games for a Change Accelerator, and I just wonder what what is Games for Change for you and uh, what people should know about it. Like what people like Rita perhaps applying for the challenge or just pitching for the accelerator. What should they know? about it yeah so rita i'm so glad that you found your way to games for change and we're we're <laughs> really happy to have gotten to know you and the accelerator unfortunately um was was put on hold because of the you know the the global pandemic just a small thing like the global pandemic happening so things were put on hold there but um but you know for for the stem your game challenge and and in general like you know 
there were many judges and there were many things we looked at. We looked at um, the gameplay. We looked at the idea for the um, for the educational content. And we tried to see if the game mechanics matched what the proposed educational role was. We looked at the teams. You know, that's something I look at really closely because I know that um, a team is is everything, right? When when we're making games, it's all about who's there and what we do. And uh, and we also looked at whether the plan seemed realistic. We also um, looked for games that um, that were f- pretty far along, so uh, you know at least beta stage and. Um, but there, I, I can't remember how many applicants there were. Uh, I don't want to misstate it, but, but it, was, it was in the hundreds for sure. So, um, it, and um, the competition was very, very fierce. Um, you would be surprised. Like, there were so many um, people who, I mean, you, you would just be surprised at, at uh, how stiff the competition was. I don't know if I can say more than that. let's end this episode with the following with the following we will go back to the roots of how people used to study when i was in school and that's wikipedia and oh look there is an article about margaret (laughs) on wikipedia (laughs) how cool is that how cool is that and also there is one more thing I want to end um, today's show with. That's Mr. Robot. Look, Margaret is a podcast host. And yes. she, she, she has this Mr. Robot podcast that got, that got oh, like lots of great reviews. And uh, it's just cool. It's just cool. It's just fun to find a colleague and to interview a colleague. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And look, tell will wrap it up. Yes. What have you learned? have i learned oh my god poor our kids <laughs> <laughs> poor our kids okay Margaret. Hey, Rita, what have you learned today <laughs> we have a hope that everything will be better in the future sooner or later well one day it's gonna change like probably new pandemic uh, will force to change or something like this and you know you know why because we're uh-huh. making game games for we're making games for change that's why everything gonna be better Ah, okay, okay. I okay. mean, I listening to you all and I thinking that like you should look less um, movies and like read like less dystopian music movies and read less dystopian. Why? Because that's you thinking that everything gonna like everybody gonna die. Maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we, not. Maybe yes. Not we never know. Like, okay, play great games. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> Do games for education and please change the education so our kids don't have to complain yeah so they will okay. suffer in different way eventually i like her ending i prefer her ending more please cut <laughs> out all other endings this one is good no 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 i mean uh, thank you very much margaret you were amazing thank you very much. yes are you kidding <laughs> i'm so honored to be here thank you to everyone and uh, play more games and make great games yay yay please <laughs> let our kids to not suffer please yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you very much I really Thank you, everybody. Good night. Bye.